Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now then, last month, Germany's biggest lender, Deutsche Bank, was asked to pay a penalty of 14 billion US dollars by the Department of Justice in the United States for its handling of mortgage-backed securities years back that contributed to the 2007 mortgage crisis. I think it's fair to say this is a troubled bank. It's pulling out measures now to secure liquidity while continuing negotiations while its stock price is falling. Uh, Professor Robert Posen from MIT Sloan School of Management, Senior Fellow at the Brookings Institution, joins us on the line. Good morning from Seoul. Good morning. So several years on, uh, this is uh, surely a pretty heavy burden for a bank in trouble here. What exactly has Deutsche Bank been accused of? Deutsche Bank, like uh, quite a few other large global banks, uh, is accused of putting together pools of uh, low-quality mortgages between about 2004 and 2008, and then securitizing them uh, as what's called residential MBS, residential mortgage-backed securities, mm. which were then sold to many investors as high-grade securities but in fact, uh, many defaulted within a short period of time. So that's the basic allegation, that they were uh, less than candid mm -hmm. in how they put together these mortgage pools and how they sold them. But here we are, a decade on. Why is this fine being handed out this year? Well, in fact, uh, the Justice Department has been in the process of handing out these fines over the last few years, these are complicated cases, but it should be clear that Bank of America has paid $16 billion, J.P. Morgan has paid $9 billion, Citigroup has paid $7 billion, Goldman $5 billion. So this is not a case that's just being brought against Deutsche Bank. It's a case uh, that takes many years to build and is being brought against pretty much all the large banks that put together these mortgage pools and then sold these securities, many of which defaulted. And uh, the Department of Justice has that jurisdiction, does it, over a foreign lender? Yes, because many of these, first of all, Deutsche Bank has a very big presence in the U.S., mm. and second of all, many of these mortgage pools and mortgage securities were sold uh, in the U.S. to U.S. investors. But I should stress that $14 billion is an opening bid from the Justice Department. I doubt if that will be the level of agreement. And Deutsche Bank has already reserved $6 billion uh, for payment of this fine. So, for instance, if the actual fine was, say, $10 billion, they would, they've already uh, reserved $6 billion, so there would be an increment of $4 billion that they would have to come up with. So we ought to keep these numbers in perspective. But there are questions over whether this bank is capable of paying anything. They're talking about uh, this being the next Lehman Brothers crisis. Is that far-fetched? No, I think it is far-fetched. Uh, first of all, if the fine is $6 billion, they've already reserved for it. If the fine is uh, $10 billion, that's $4 billion 
uh, <coughs> that they would have to come up with, and for a bank uh, of uh, Deutsche Bank size and scope, uh, that is very doable. Uh, second of all, Deutsche Bank has about $220 billion in liquid assets, so that makes it very different than Lehman Brothers. And it also has a lot of retail deposits. Uh, Lehman Brothers was financed almost entirely by commercial paper in the short-term market. Retail deposits are much more stable. So I think while this is obviously not a good situation for Deutsche Bank, it's very different from Lehman Brothers. Uh, and uh, I think the notion, like Lehman Brothers, Deutsche Bank is going to be so illiquid and have so little capital it's going to be forced to be bankrupt, I do not think is true. But can it at least topple uh, the global economy, the EU economy specifically, in the meantime? No, I don't think it can topple the uh, EU economy. The EU economy isn't doing very well uh, in general now. But as I said, the most likely scenario is that Deutsche Bank will have to raise another 4 or $5 billion in capital, uh, and they'll have to do that at a low stock price. So it will dilute the existing shareholders, so they will not be happy. But uh, I think that Europe is in general in a weak position. I think probably if we were to say which country has the weakest banks, we would have to say uh, those banks are in Italy, not in Germany. And in Italy, there is a real chance that the government is going to have to bail out certain Italian banks. The problem is that EU passed a set of rules a year or two ago that are pretty strict, and they say before a national government can bail out a bank, the stockholders are essentially wiped out, and the bondholders of that bank uh, take uh, significant uh, haircuts, meaning that they get uh, significantly less on their bonds. So that would be very politically painful. I do not think that's going to happen in Germany because, as I said, I think Deutsche Bank can raise another four or five billion. But I think in Italy, the prime minister uh, is seriously considering and discussing with the EU authorities whether the government can bail out those Italian banks. Mm. But he doesn't want those depositors to get cut back because many of those depositors are retail depositors who were sold uh, debt securities as if they were regular deposits. And so that would be a major political problem for yes. the Italian prime minister. Well, now, from the Deutsche Bank perspective, just to touch on this um, our general subject anyway for this interview, does it suit those bank officials, would you say, to, to generate this idea of of crisis to to draw sympathy to try to limit the impact is it more about a PR exercise all these uh, noises that we're hearing in the media or is it just journalists doing what they do sometimes a bit of sensationalism well I think as to Germany uh, it is a bit of sensationalism and I don't think that uh, Deutsche Bank uh, authorities are asking for a bailout or trying to present themselves as a bank that needs a bailout okay and I do not think that Angela Merkel is saying that the German government is uh, interested in a bailout. Uh, as I just said, that's very different than in Italy, where I do believe that the 
Italian prime minister is trying to make a case that his bank should be bailed out by the Italian government and that, and this is the critical point, that Europe should waive the rule, waive the general rule that says that uh, bondholders have to take a haircut. There is an exception potentially in those rules, and it's therefore in his interest to say that uh, if you let the Italian banks go down uh, and you don't let the Italian government bail them out, then that will cause a crisis uh, in the rest of Europe. So it's Italy where that that plea is being made, not in Germany. Well, we should be keeping our eyes of potential crisis then in that direction, it sounds like. Yes, maybe the next interview you have is about Italy rather than Deutsche Bank. Yeah, but it's important to address this because I think there have been a, a number of headlines that uh, have been worrying. Oh, yes, I agree. There are lots of headlines about Deutsche Bank and journalists are busily making it into a potential... Uh, Lehman Brothers, I just don't think the facts support it. You're entirely right to say that that's the thrust of a lot of journalism. But if we look at the numbers, we look at the what's on reserve, what's uh, the capital raising ability, what's the position of Deutsche Bank, what's the position of the German government, I just do not think that these sensational journalistic stories uh, hold water. They just don't. Well, thanks for the reassurance, but also for the warning of Italy. Um, well, look, at, look, be careful about Italy. There's no doubt yeah. about that. That's a potential bombshell there. Professor Posen, thank you very much for the time. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Pleasure. Uh, appreciate your calling. Take care. Absolutely. Professor Robert Posen from Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And you can get in touch with us right now. Tweet at EFM this morning.